and welcome back to the Across the Pod NFL podcast. Week seven is now done. We are now going into week eight as we preview the upcoming slate. Apologies for the lack of week seven review, but we are here regardless. I've just been so busy with travel, etc. It's been hard to get the time to do that as well. But I'm your host, Andy, and I'm this week joined by a first time on the podcast. First time in a while we've had a new newbie come on the podcast. With me today is one part of the Franchise Tag podcast. With me today is Sky Pank. How are you? Good, Andy. Thank you so much for having me. But yeah, doing well. Um, a bit jealous of you and your travels, but, you know, just uh, soaking up the, the cold here in London. <laughs> well, it's not much warmer, I'd say, here in Buffalo, but obviously for those who are older listeners, um, you'll, be to, you'll, you'll be able to see I've got literally behind me a lot of Bills stuff. And even ahead of me, what you can't see in front of me, it's just Bills everywhere. And obviously, that, I'm going to the game on Thursday, Bills Bucks. Um, so that explains why. Um, so yeah, in, in Buffalo at the moment, um, great place so far. I mean, I, I, I put on a group chat last night with Sky that um, the guy I'm with, Dave Kaprash, who's been on the podcast a few weeks ago, he... Because he used to be a driver for FedEx, he knows where all the players' next players live. So he showed me where Jim Kelly's house is, uh, Josh Allen's house, Sean McDermott's old house. So I had a little tour. Buffalo went to Bar Bill for those Bills fans who know that. That's a famous place for wings. That was that was great having some some chicken wings in Buffalo. Uh, not mm. Buffalo sauce. I'm not the biggest spicy person fan, so um, that wasn't it wasn't a complete Buffalo wing experience, but it was still you know barbecue sauce, lovely stuff. But um, but yeah exciting times um so sky as you are first time i like to ask you the same question we normally ask all of our new guests as to why they pick their team so for you sky why why are the patriots well i'm sure uh andy for i know you know but for anyone who doesn't know me i am surprisingly 32 years old so it doesn't mean that i follow the patriots because of tom brady like most patriots fans um playing madden 03 i saw england new england and being about 12 i was like oh england i'll follow them same colors whatever and then you know you get a bit older and then a bit more about history um (laughs) but that was the original (laughs) reason uh for why and then it just sort of went from there obviously quite lucky that we won a few a few super bowls i say 2005 2006 is when i started to understand a lot more um and then we went on i say a drought a patriots drought right we didn't win it for until 2014 and then we got the second part of our dynasty which was nice and now we're um as my friends in boston tell me we're we're on the verge of being the the old patriots uh the pre brady belichick era even with a win last week it's been a bit doom and gloom but that's a, a short story as to why but at least i can claim that um been a fan for it'll be 20 years now 20 year anniversary Indeed. It's crazy. That's um, I mean, you you wearing the old the retro vintage Patriots hoodie. Yeah. So maybe that that shows why you are sort of maybe in in preparation mode for the old Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, we won, right? Yeah, we, like, somehow against all odds. That was crazy. I mean, I you know, I was in Baltimore at the time, and I had to leave. Thankfully, because the game was so one-sided, it went quickly. So I had to leave only with the last three minutes left of the game. Didn't miss at any point. Mm-hmm. Scored, but I remember. Constantly at one point, because the game is so dead and not dead, but it was so one sided. I kept, I had, had the red zone updates, not, not yeah, the actual footage, but the scores. And I remember just when I looked at it, it was like, Pacers are winning. And then next thing, like the Bills, I took the lead. And that's the last thing I heard. And then, you know, I get I get to Penn Station in Baltimore. And then I, you know, I go to um, check my phone and I see the results and I see that the Bills have lost. And I was like, even obviously hoping the time we go on and win the game, make it a two game lead. But 
it was really cool for me to see Mike Gazicki score because obviously I've made it before. No secret that my favorite ever Dolphins player. Some would say quite weirdly is Mike Gazicki. Some people would, you know, but I've not had many great players in my lifetime, so it's hard to cling on to any <laughs> real superstars. Dan Reno was four when I retired, but um, so yeah, I've always loved Gazicki. When I saw he scored the winning touchdown, I was like, yeah, that that guy is still making plays for the Dolphins, even though he's not on our team. But um, but yeah, well, what was your take on the win? Because um, that was not a result that anyone really expected. Yeah, I mean, um, I was fortunate enough on, on Sunday to um, speak with Will, who we know, Will Varney, Talksport, uh, Will, and about the game mainly because he, how bad the Patriots were doing. So he just wanted my insight because everyone wants to laugh at us, right? And I was quite pessimistic going into the game. Um, so yeah, it was quite surprising. You know, we we got Matthew Judon injured, Gonzalez. So two of our key. I know Gonzalez is only a rookie, but going into the game, you're thinking you don't have your your best corner. Um, and we don't have your best pass rusher. If you took your best pass rusher away from most teams, they'd struggle, let alone us. But we still managed to get pressure on Josh Allen. I think Belichick done a, a Belichick masterclass. He threw some some different looks at um, at the offensive coordinator. And yeah, he seemed to be really rattled at times. Um, and Matt Jones got a bit more time in the pocket, uh, which shows that maybe our O-line's getting healthier. Um, so the only thing that worries me now is because I thought Buffalo was going to bounce back after they're uh, just about beating the Giants and putting in a good performance. Now I'm worried that you guys are going to do the same to us this week after just losing, but I'm sure we'll come on to that later. Well, yeah, we will get into it later on, but um, <clears throat> of course that also means that Bill Belichick has his 300th career win, which I believe was right in saying was third most now in NFL yeah. history, uh, behind Don Tudor and I can only assume maybe Bill Walsh is number two. I've not actually checked the stat as to who the other guy is. but I, think um, it's, I might get his name wrong. Greg Callis? I, I don't know. Don't hold me to that. You might be right. I, I, well, I'll have to find out and <laughs> mention it at a later date. But, yeah, of course, we are here to preview and predict the winners of each game. Um, just going forward to last week, not a great week for either me and our guest Steve McGuinness. Um, Steve got seven right scores out of the possible, whatever it was, uh, 14 games. I got six. So it wasn't a great... I mean, I had, obviously, results like I had the Eagles beating the Dolphins. I had the Seahawks winning, the Jags beating the Saints. But I had the Raiders beating the Bears... The Lions beating the Ravens. I had the obviously the Niners beating the Eagles, the, the Vikings even. Um, and I had the Rams beating the Steelers. So not my best, which means as it stands, the table stands at the moment uh, with Keg from the Magpie channel all the way at top with 13 correct scores. Um, and then second place, once my screen loads. Um, so yeah, that's from week six, Keg score. Uh, I still have second place is my 12 correct scores from week six. Uh, David Kaprosh is third uh, with 10 from week four. And then Freddie is fourth with eight from week one. Steve is fifth with seven from week seven. And then uh, I'm also involved with my lowest score of six in week seven as well. So Sky, how confident are you of beating the scores so far? How, how many did Freddie get? Eight. What week was that? Uh, so that, I should say that was Freddie Harper Davis, not, not Freddie. Ah. No, I was just curious with the weeks mainly because obviously some people got 16 games. Mm. And we're yeah, on bye that, weeks that. now. That's the only issue we've got with this. I need to try and work out the same thing. I'm confident. I'm always confident. I got seven last week, as you know, when I do my pre like TikTok. Well, I only got seven. I thought it was a tough week. There was a lot of like, you know, weird results and uh, any given Sunday, right? But no, I'm confident. Of course, let's go for. I'm not going to say all of them, but double <laughs> digits would be nice. <laughs> you mentioned your TikTok, and um, for those listening or watching on YouTube, uh, how can they find your TikTok? Ah, uh, yeah, sorry, I sound like I inadvertently plugged, uh, did a plug for myself. <laughs> well, like yourself with uh, with your TikTok page, um, 
forget my username now. I changed it. It was Sky Lawrence Pank, but I believe now it's something cheesy. Sky's the limit. I'm sure if you turn nice. Sky Pank, like you'll that. find me. Yeah. <laughs> So the first game is in Buffalo, a game, of course, I'll be going to on Thursday Night Football as the Bills take on the Buccaneers. Exciting one for me, because I get to experience Bills tailgating, which I am. I'm not the biggest fan of tailgating. I'm, I'm sort of always being on the opinion that it's a little bit overrated, but I, I think the Bills one's going to be uh, you know, a different story. I think that's going to be a cracking one. I, I want to see at least one person jump off a table. It won't be <laughs> me, though, because of the size of me. I think I'd break in half if I did that. So um, not for me, but I'm going to go for a Bills win. Uh, I know they've been, you know, really should be three losses in a row. If the Giants had their better time management, they should have had three straight losses. But I just think that the Buccaneers haven't been great either. And I just think it was home advantage. You know, and I, I do think that they'll, like, even if it's not pretty, I can still see them getting the job done. And I think that there's love and rest. I mean, David, who I'm staying with, um, he's obviously not very confident right now. And he's sort of a bit of a worry in the air about Bills fans. But I think the Buccaneers have equally been poor the last two games. And the Lions lost and the Falcons lost, albeit they only just lost against the Falcons. But um, yeah, I, I think the Bills are going to win this game. How about you, Scott? Yeah, I agree. And I feel like Tampa Bay have obviously been more competitive. I, I mean, they were a team who I thought a lot of people wrote off too much in the offseason, especially as they got healthier on defence. And there's quite a few pillars of that championship team still around. So I, I agree with what you're saying. That I think it will be closer. If they were at home, I might go for an upset. But considering Buffalo need to bounce back after, especially losing to, to the Patriots, um, I think I saw that they've lost already as many this season as they had in the t- all of last season. Mm-hmm. So there's obviously question marks already around them. But I think, you know, Thursday night game, prime time. Josh Allen's usually great when, you know, the lights are brightest and turns up. So, yeah, I agree with you. I'll go with Buffalo as well. And do keep an eye on the Euro Trips channel for our vlog at this game. Um, I've done this one recently where I did two games in the same day. So do check that one out on Euro Trips um, if you want to look at how you can do two games in 12 hours. Um, that was a fun one to record. Um, now, next up is the first lot of early slate games on the Sunday, 1pm in America Eastern Time. And for one week only... 5pm in the UK due to the clocks going back or forward. However, I always forget which one's which, but it's 5pm. It's Rams taking on the Cowboys in Dallas. Um, Sky, who's winning this one? Ooh, I think I like this Rams team. I like Stafford, Cup and Nakua, but the injuries in their run game really hurt them against the Steelers because that Steelers defence in the end knew that the only way they were going to beat them was by passing it. And obviously the Dallas defence, um, you know, so good. Um, getting pressure with Parsons and also the secondary, even dealing with Diggs's injury. I just think that that, that that Dallas defense can cause enough turnovers or issues that will just give the Cowboys shorter field. The offense might not need to do as much. Um, so even if it's a hard fought win, I'll go with the Cowboys. Yeah, I've gone for the same. I, I like the Rams. I think they, you know, I did say they'd be the eighth seed in the NFC this year. I thought, I thought they'd be better than what everyone thought, a bit like you and the Buccaneers. But I just think against that Dallas defense, I mean, even if the Cowboys have been a bit hit and miss this season at times with some of their games, but I think overall, I think the Rams will get, I think it'll be a close game. I can see it being a field goal to win it, but I just think the Dallas may have enough, particularly on that defense. And I think, as you say, the run game will be massively affected by the injuries. Um, Green Bay next game hosts the um, the Minnesota Vikings as the Packers take on the Vikings. Uh, I'm going for Minnesota Vikings win. Um, I think if you can beat the Niners without Justin Jefferson, there's a good team there. And, you know, I did shock everyone by putting them to win the NFC in my preseason predictions, which has turned out to be a horrible take. But um, I just think they'll, the Packers, I think they'll get the win over the Packers because I think the Packers have been really, really poor. I mean, they were poor against Broncos. They've been one of the worst teams this year. And I think the Vikings 
have got something there. Their defense has showed up. I can't think what game it was now where they got a lot of fancy points. Um, I think they won the game, but I can't think by how many. But I did. I did think the Vikings. If you, I think they're a good team now. I just think they've been losing a lot of close games. Like last year, they won a lot of close games. This year, they're losing a lot of close games. So I think ultimately, I think in Lambeau Field, I think it's a one year where you can probably beat the Packers in Lambeau quite easily. So yeah, I'm going to give the Vikings the win. I agree. We're free for free on agreement. I mean, I watched, I stayed up on Monday and uh, watched the game and I was so impressed with Kirk Cousins. I mean, everyone talks up the Niners defense and everyone harshly talks about his primetime record. I mean, for him to do what he did, you know, against that defense and a team who most people, including myself, have picked to win the Super Bowl, I thought it was really impressive. I mean, you know, he's leading the league in touchdowns. He's second in yardage and the Packers defense looks vulnerable. So I think, um, I think Hawkinson and Addison are all right, even though they both got a bit banged up in that game. Um, I agree with you. Like he's done well to steal without Jefferson, but I, I see the Vikings winning. And hot take. I mean, I said this in one of the chats yesterday. I agree with what Troy Aikman said. I think Cousins is a top ten quarterback right now. I think like he's he's really proven himself. And uh, yeah, I thought it was great to see on Monday. I mean, Cousins actually stat wise is doing actually pretty good. I mean, I do think that oh, actually a lot yeah. of it is not down to him. A lot of it's down to. Maybe the defense has been the biggest issue, but looking at the stats, um, at one point I know he's leading it yards wise. Um, yeah, I think he still is. Stats, so um, second in yards and first in yeah. touch. I think two are might lead in yards. Yeah, so two are leads with two thousand and ninety-two, but Kirk's only not far behind in second with two thousand and fifty-seven. Only five interceptions so far this year uh, for Kirk Cousins, which is you know just a lot more with picks and him. And he is first in touchdowns. I mean, he's got one more of Mahomes and Josh Allen to uh, amazing. I didn't even realize this. Russell Wilson's in fifth with thirteen touchdowns. <laughs> which, for how bad they've been, it's um, it's quite surprising just how many he's thrown. But I think that's maybe proof that stats maybe aren't everything for some players. Yeah. Uh, but um, but yeah, no, I I think the Vikings will get the win. Um, next up, we're heading to Nashville as the Falcons take on the Titans. Well. Ah, see, I've changed my mind on this as soon as two hours ago. I've been, since Monday, I keep, I feel like every fibre of me says the Falcons should win this game. But they've been, they've been inconsistent, right? And B. John Robinson was ill last week and, uh, you know, it was, all, it was all a bit weird. And then Kevin Bayer goes and gets traded to the Eagles. And I think, oh, now the Titans are, you know, ready, they're, they're sellers. But Will Levis is starting as the primary quarterback. Like they've used different terminology and not saying he's the start. But I just have I just have this weird feeling that the Titans are gonna win. I don't know if it's gonna give them a lease of life or Derek Henry's gonna have a because with the deadline coming around, I'm not saying that him or Hopkins would want to leave, but if you have a big game, then people will probably you know, you've got a week then to get traded, right? Or it might increase the value. I'm just basically saying I think the Titans will win. It'll be close. I'd probably say even if the Falcons want a field goal either way. But if I had to go for one, I'll go Titans. Well, I've gone for Titans as well. Um, so still right now, same result. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, I don't know. I, I, again, I think it's more, it's more the Falcons and the Titans the reason why I'm thinking mm. this game. Because I, I just think the Falcons have been incredibly inconsistent. Ridder has not impressed me at all this year, apart from that one run he had at the end zone. I think it was last week. But um, yeah, I, I just, I think that I always back Tennessee most of the time, even though they're not playing that well. Um, I just think that they've got enough there. I think through Derek Henry, even if it's through TJ Spears or something mm-hmm. like that, I just think ultimately that they'll um they'll get the job done. But I don't. Th- I think that could be the worst game to watch of the week. I don't think it'll be a nice <laughs> game to watch. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. 
Um, next up, we head to Indianapolis as the Colts host the Saints. Uh, I've gone for the Colts to win this one. I really like the Colts, even with Gardner Minshew. You know, you've got Josh Downs there. You've got Josh, uh, not Josh, Josh, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield, um, as well as uh, Zach Moss. I think it's a good run game they've got there. And the defense at times showed up, and I think that they were unlucky not to win against Browns. It was really down to a poor, a poor officiating job that really cost them that game. And I think the Saints, I think they've been okay, solid, but I don't think they'd be, they'd be blown me away. And I just think that the Colts right now, I don't know, I've, I think I can see it being the Saints. I can I can see this one being the one where I'm proved wrong the most, but I'm going to give the Colts the edge again, which I think will be another another exciting and tight game. I was trying not to smile because I've picked the Colts. As well. <laughs> <laughs> I think this one is a 50-50 toss-up. I mean, they're both three and four. Um, I think it's one of the most exciting games of the weekend because the Colts have like gone under the radar, putting up a lot of points. Uh, Shane Steichen's doing a, a great job there. Um, we're getting a bit of Minshew mania rebirth. Um, but I think the reason I'm picking the Colts is because Derek Carr just seems to overthrow. Like the amount of times he overthrew a larvae in that Jags game. It was just, yeah, uh, it's just inconsistency there. And I think the Colts at home, uh, Jonathan Taylor obviously getting, um, not healthier, but getting more accustomed to like, you know, full paced games. Now they've managed to get him into, into the offense. I like the Colts. Now, next up is the next edition of our host against guest prediction segment, where I normally try and get the guest of um, on the show to be a fan of the team my team played. So this week is the Patriots in Miami, our second meeting of the year. Um, so I've obviously brought you along, Sky. Um, how are you seeing this one? Every, well, in our uh, franchise type predictions, I've uh, jokingly picked the Patriots every week. And after we finally won last week, I don't see us winning back-to-back <laughs> games. Um, simply because uh, I know before uh, before we came on, I was I was um, saying about how, you know, I was expecting the Bills to put in a better performance than they did against the Giants against us. It didn't happen. The Cowboys did that to us when they lost to the Cardinals and then they destroyed us. I think your Dolphins are going to be raring to go. We've historically always been bad in Miami anyway. Um, and I just think that, Whilst divisional games can be close, so I'm not necessarily we're going to lose heavily because week two was a close game. I'm, I painfully, I got to say the Dolphins. Good man. I mean that's what I've gone for as well. I mean we're playing a bad. We be when you play bad teams, you look good. When you play good teams, we don't look good. So I, I've got the Dolphins winning purely for that reason. Now I do think it'll be you know, like week two will be a close game because um, you know that that was a tight affair for us. But we were seventeen three up at half time, so we did. So we've almost blow it, but we at one point were looking very convincing, and it was a convincing lead at one point in the game. So I'm fully expecting at home as well, in in the sun, to get that job done. You know, I'm hoping A-Chain's back, but I think he's out for another two weeks. I think when he's back, will be crucial. But I think we've got enough there. I mean, we obviously the receiver room is fast, as we all know. I think I can see most again having a good game, but um, I just don't think. Even though they bit the build, I don't think their offense is anything special. I can see our defense like Sir Christian Wilkins, Jaden Phillips, Bradley Chubb getting to uh, get into Mac Jones and ultimately. Yeah. Um, but I do think that it'll be as close, maybe close than we'd all were thought. Maybe a couple weeks ago, I think that build winners made me realize actually you guys can still get wins and you can still beat good teams. So maybe something like I don't know a twenty-five to seventeen win or something like that for us. So not you no know, convincing enough, but not like a you know, Denver Broncos kind of win or like the ones against the Panthers and the Giants, I think it'll be a win, but I can't see it being, you know, more than 10. Um, 
now. Next up is the Battle of New York as the Giants and the Jets take take place. Sorry, the game takes place in MetLife Stadium. Um, I'm going to go for the Jets. Purely flat defense. I think the Giants looked good against Bills defensively wise, and I think they looked good in their win last week. Uh, but I just think against that Jets defense and a Jets offense that has at times done all right. Um, I just think the Jets will have a bit too much on the defense. I think that's where I'll be won on the defensive side of things. I think that's ultimately where the Giants will get the win in technically what is a road game for them. I'm wondering anyone watching this is going to think, did they just, because yeah, the Jets, the Jets are going to win this, right? I mean, even with Daniel Jones back, I'm probably, what, what would the, the young people would say, a hater of the Giants. But I, in the off season, I just got sick of them being talked up because they're just not that, they're not that great. Yeah, yes, they made some additions, but I think the Jets would really kick themselves to get back to free and free, have a bye week and not win this game. I don't think they need Sauce Gardner. I know he's doing concussion protocol and they obviously managed to beat the Eagles without him. Um, but if he does come back, then that will just make it even more of a daunting task for the Giants. So, yeah, I think uh, even though technically, like you said, they're the road team, they're in their stadium. They'll be more than comfortable there. And I think they'll win the Battle of New York. Exciting stuff. Looking forward to that one. Um, next up, we head to Pittsburgh as the Steelers host the Jags. How are you seeing that one, Sky? I think as much as the Steelers did well to sort of, you know, stifle that that Rams offense. Um, I know I said about their their run game being hurt. Obviously, Travis Etienne's having a great season, and Trevor Lawrence seems to step up whenever he, he's needed for the Jags. I mean, you and I saw that at the game in London. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a game sort of where you could question other Jags like actual contenders or like pretenders because Heinz Field's probably arguably one of the, one of the tougher places to go in the NFL. Um, and I, I think the Jags will rise to the challenge and I, I hope they do because I think we all have a, you know, UK fans all have a soft spot for Jacksonville and I kind of hope that they do prove that they're for real and, and get another win. So, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jags. Yeah, me as well. Um, still <laughs> all even. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think the Jags, I think the Pitt, the Pittsburgh has got the win, but I think they're still very much like, you know, an eight and eight sort of team, nine and eight, where they're going to win one week, lose the next. And I think the Jags, Probably due a loss. They've had a, you know, four wins in a row, that is now, or something like that. So they are probably due a loss. But I just think, ultimately, with the run game they got there and the receiving game, you know, Ridley, Engram, Kirk, you know, I think it's a really good offense they've got. And I think that um, you know, they've, had, they've had an extra three days to rest as well, um, more, three days more than the Steelers. So I think, ultimately, you know, I think the Jags will have enough and get the job done. Um, next up is the game I'm also going to on the Sunday in Washington as the Commanders host the Eagles. Um, now, part of me wants to say, do I want to give it go for a shot and go for the Commanders win? But but no, Eagles. I think <laughs> I can't. I can't not. I mean, the command. If you got somehow against Jaden Hurts in that offense, absolutely not. And I think this could be. One of the bigger margins of wins across the whole of the weekend, but either way, I think it'll be an easy win for the Eagles. Um, I think they really, I think they could have scored even more points against. I think they were, in a way, they were unlucky that they got near the red zone at, after two minute warning. I think they played even if it's two minutes earlier against us, they may have got that touchdown rather than just needing it. But um, ultimately, yeah, I think the Eagles are just too strong, and I think right now on current form, I have to say they're the best team in the NFC. So yeah, Eagles to win. Commanders are a bit of a bogey team for them. And mm. I was I was looking, I mean, Hertz has taken 23 less sacks than Howe, but managed to throw one more pick. So I think it's nine and eight to nine and seven, same touchdowns. 
only 72 more yards. This just sounds like I'm I'm bashing on Jalen Hurts. I'm not a I don't dislike the guy, but their team, like you said, is so well built in terms of the weapons they've got. The O line can make any running back in the NFL look like their top ten. And the defense is strong, and now they've got Kevin Byard. Um, but I think the reason I'm talking about that with Hurts is because I think the commander's defense is good enough to get pressure on him and make it close. Uh, one of those typical hard-fought divisional games. But I still think the Eagles will win, and that will take them to, what, 7-1? and one? But, yeah, I'm going to go Philly as well. Yeah, it's um, looking good right now. Um, next up is the Houston Texans traveling to the Carolina Panthers. I'm sure that we're both going to agree on this one. This is not going to be a... I, I mean, I'm I'm going for the Texans. I mean, CJ Stroud is... I know it's only year one and they're both rookies, but he's proved to be the right pick or at least for the right team. Uh, nine touchdowns, one pick. I've uh, been really impressed with him. And yeah, the Panthers, I'm sure Chicago are cheering them on to lose every game, aren't they? Because they can yeah. end up with high, high pick and yeah, end up top two picks in the draft or at least high up. So... um. I, I think Houston will win. I, it might be trickier than people anticipate, but yeah, I, I like this Houston team. I like what DeMarco Ryans is doing, so I'll go with them. Yeah, it's interesting because obviously in this year's draft, the Panthers traded up with the Bears to get their pick. And now this year, the Panthers are getting what right now <laughs> number one pick, but they're giving it to the Bears through that trade. So it's really weird sort of um, scenario. But I've got the Texans as well. I really like, you know, I really like this Texans team. I really like Tank Dow. I think he's great. And I think D'Amico Ryan's come in and done a great job. And I think, you know, and, and I may have missed someone out, but I think he's been by far the best rookie head coach. Um, He's been brilliant. So, yeah, Texans, I think, win this game. I think they could be a dark horse for the wild card. Um, next up is in Seattle. The first lot of the later games, this one's at 9.05, sorry, 8.05 p.m. in the UK as Seahawks take on the Browns. Um. Going to go for the Browns. Um, I know it's in Seattle and it's a totally hard place to go, but I just think with how good that defense has been for the Browns, I know they give up 38 points against the Colts, but I just think they're a defense that has these moments where they can just ha- get takeaways, get forced fumbles, and I think their defense is really good. And I think that offensive-wise, I think if you've got Amari Cooper there, you've got obviously Deshaun Watson, who hasn't been, I don't think, been the same quarterback we saw in Houston, but I think he's decent enough to be their starting quarterback. So I think ultimately, I think this will, I think again, this will be a close game, but I think the Browns will ultimately get the job done. Finally. Oh, we here have we go. disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> the moment everyone's been waiting. I'm going for Seattle, but funnily enough, some of the reasons that your things you touched upon there, I mean, they gave up 38 points to the Colts and I know I talked up um, the great job that the coaching staff's doing on Indianapolis, but 38 points to the Colts is a lot. And I think Pete Carroll obviously knows how to go up against great defences, um, you know, when they had their, their Legion of Boom and he's been around the league long enough to to game plan for that. Um, I know Miles Garrett is playing at insanely high level, but I just think that um, Ford being injured means what they're down to. And Kareem Hunt was a little bit banged up, so you got Pierre Strong, but the run game's got a few question marks for Cleveland. Uh, quarterback play's been poor, and I just think that uh, with Riverspoon and Seattle got their own playmakers on defense. And you also had Smith and Jigba had a breakout game last week. They'll be hoping Metcalf's healthy. I think that the Seahawks, whilst it might be close, um, I like them in this one to get it done at home. Okay. And next one, I think really doesn't need much talking about. Chiefs at Broncos, nine, <laughs> 8.25. Chiefs win. Anything different for you, Sky? Or is it just that easy to say Chiefs? Chiefs win. Taylor Swift has obviously helped Travis Kelsey double his receiving yards, if not more, per game. I saw so 
Yeah, Chiefs win. Okay, next up, it's, I think, one that, again, could be another easy one. Uh, Ravens taking on the Cardinals. I think the Ravens, I think, you know, as I saw, I was watching on the weekend, that Lamar Jackson performance is one of the best I've ever seen in person in NFL game. Uh, he's electric, and I think right now they're playing some good stuff. Even though they don't really they don't really excite me as a team, I think as an actual efficient team, they're, they're really good, and I can't deny just how good they are. So, yeah, I think the Ravens will ultimately win this. Yeah, I'm envious that you got to see Lamar play so well because me seeing it on red zone, he was electric. Um, and I would really love, I mean, the Ravens and Patriots kind of have sort of a rivalry from playoff games over the years, but I would actually love if the Ravens traded for Derek Henry. Um, I know it's been a rumoured, yeah, I think that would really put the, put the fear into um, the Chiefs, Bills, pretty much the whole, the whole AFC. Um, and yeah, I think they'll win a third straight game. I know Arizona haven't really understood the whole tanking assignment as much as everyone thought because they've been competitive this season. Um, but yeah, I, I like the Ravens. Next up is a big one. Um, the last one of the nine eight o'clock-ish games. It's the Niners host the Bengals. Um, for me, um, yeah, I, I think that the, the Niners win. I think the Niners win this. I think this will be probably the game of the week. I can. See, I think the Bengals and Niners both have their issues at times. I think Bengals are slowly getting back to full health, Burrow especially, and slowly getting back to form. And I think the Niners have had ultimately two losses. Um, so they're in sticky situation. But I just think for that reason alone. I can't see them losing three games in a row. That would be that would be crazy if they did that. So for me, I'm going to go for the Niners. I have the same reasoning. I actually, before Monday Night Football, I was like, if the Niners win this, then I'll pick the Bengals next week. <laughs> but then the Niners won. I was like, they can't lose three in a row. They're the team I've been saying who's going to win the Super Bowl, like most people. So I'd be shocked. I guess that if you wanted to... See, this one pains me because I feel like it's going to be... I feel like the Bengals have a really good chance because they're coming off of a bye. So I'm really curious to see how healthy Burrow is. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just can't, like, logic dictates. you. I can't see the nine, especially at home, dropping a third straight game. So I'll go San Francisco. Yeah, and I, I think the bye week thing, I completely forgot about the bye week. That may be a factor because they've had an extra week. But at the same time, I think it's just, I just cannot see them losing yeah. three games in a row. Um, Sunday Night Football is in LA, once again, um, as they host the Bears. So the Chargers host the Bears. Um, I think the I think the Chargers win this. Uh, I know the Bears got the win last week. Tyler Bag Bagnet uh, had a great game, but it's that classic case of a, a no quarterback comes in, the backup comes in, has a great game, his first game, unknown quantity, no tape on him really. Um, and also had second or third week they get found out, and they ultimately you also you ultimately find out why they are backup. Um, so yeah, I think the Bears ultimately struggle again against the Chargers, who I know they've had a difficult start of the year but I think ultimately there's still some good players there and they, and they can get the job then I think in this one and win on Sunday night yeah I think even though um, Chicago won the the battle of the backups against the Raiders um, which was a coin toss weren't it Chicago would be happy to get that one in the bag um, I think the Chargers I look said what are still a game or is a game and a half with the buys uh, back behind Buffalo for that seventh seed um, and there's plenty of talent on that team for them to still go on and win enough games to to be a wild card team. Um, so, yeah, and I'm a big fan of Justin Herbert. So I like the charges in this one. OK, and the final one is Monday Night Football. It's in the Motor City as the Detroit Lions host the Raiders. Um, for me, this one's pretty easy. Um, I know the Lions were terrible against the Ravens, but that is the Ravens. I think against the Raiders, you know, if you're losing by that many points to back up, 
there's problems there. I've never really been a fan of McDaniels. I know you may think differently, Sky, but I just think the Raiders are bad. I think they're a bad, bad team. And I think the Lions will be eager to fight to win after, you know, a bounce-back win after that terrible performance against the, Lions, against the Ravens. They'll be at home. They've got, you know, extra day to prepare, as have the Raiders, and more time for players to get back fully fit again. So for me, Lions all the way. Yeah, you'd be surprised. I agree with you about McDaniels. I think he's a great offensive coordinator, but I'm not bought into him as a um, as a head coach. And I think they really sort of were just pulling the wool over everyone's eyes by even somehow getting to three and three. So for them to lose in the manner they did to Chicago, I think this is a perfect game for the Lions and Dan Campbell to sort of say to his players, look, it was a one-off against the Ravens. Um, we're at home and I think they'll bounce back in style and convincingly I mean in one of my fantasy teams the the league that I run I've got Goff, St Brown and Gibbs so that tells you how how well I think that the Lions are gonna <laughs> are gonna do this week yeah and how much you want them to win as well <laughs> yeah yeah I mean we'll, I feel like everyone's got a, again sounds about saying about the Jags but people have a soft spot for the Lions as well right because of how many years they've sort of just been irrelevant or lose it's great to see Jared Goff competent as a starter doing his thing and the the job that Dan Campbell's done to turn that franchise around so yeah rooting for the Lions hey so that means at the end of the end of the predictions only one game different everything else is the same so we've all, we've both gone for the Bills Cowboys Vikings Titans Colts Dolphins Jets Jags Eagles Texans Chiefs Ravens Niners Chargers and Lions all to win and the one difference is I've gone for the Browns to beat the Seahawks and Sky has gone for the Seahawks to beat the Browns but that is where we'll end the episode for today. So, first of all, uh, thank you, Sky, for coming on. Thanks for having me, Andy. It was great. Much appreciated. Now, of course, if you are, you know, if you haven't yet come across the franchise tag, there's plenty of content on their socials, which you can find Sky a lot of time on. And I've, we mentioned this TikTok before as well. But for anyone else who wants to find out more about you, where else can they find you on social, Sky? Ooh, you can find me on Twitter. Sky1991. Just trying to show everyone that I'm old, right? Just to prove my age. <laughs> Um, and yeah, my Instagram is not that exciting. So Twitter is the sports place to be. Okay, fantastic. But that is the end of the Across the Pod NFL podcast, our week eight preview. I've been your host, Andy. This has been our guest, Guy Pank. And we will see you guys next time.